Welcome to Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam, a podcast about navigating adolescence without losing our minds. Each week, I guide you around the teenage landmines with practical tips, simple solutions, and words of encouragement. I'm your host, Dr. Cam. Let's get on with the show. Hello, calm parents, and welcome back to another episode of Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. I'm your host, Dr. Cam. And today I'm talking with Jake Rubin, co-founder of Mama Zen. Jake is a board-certified hypnotherapist, a former university professor of psychology, and a recognized expert in hypnosis and hypnotherapy with degrees in psychology from UCLA and the California School of Professional Psychology at Alliant International University. He is also the co-founder of the number one mindful parenting app, Mama Zen. Welcome, Jake. I'm so happy to have you here with us. Thank you. It's a pleasure, Dr. Cam. Great to be here with you. So let's start. What inspired you? You went, you had psychology, which we've got that background um, similar, but how, what inspired you to become a, hyp, a hypnotist? Sure. So, absolutely. I mean, I think that um, for me, I always loved helping people and I was always fascinated by the mind and how powerful our mind can be to determine really, you know, how our life unfolds. Um, mm -hmm. I found personality psychology very interesting. And I got to the point where I knew I wanted to help people in some capacity, but I felt like traditional therapy, while super useful, a lot of times for finding the root cause of certain issues, um, I wanted to connect with something where I could help people even more quickly get the results that they want in their life, um, especially once they knew where certain things came from. And what's so powerful about hypnotherapy is it's really going into, you know, it's working with the subconscious mind. And there's so many misconceptions about it, right? You know, mm. well, what is hypnosis? And it, am I going to bark like a dog? And all <laughs> I know, that's what I think know? of, those like little yeah. shows up there that... <laughs> Unfortunately, TV and movies give, you know, hypnotherapy a really bad name. But mm -hmm. hypnotherapy is the clinical use of hypnosis. And why it was so attractive to me is uh, it works. I, before I became a hypnotherapist, I was skeptical about it. I, you know, I researched the field. I was interested in the field to so, see, you know, it's, it's almost sounds too good to be true. Hmm. And I went to a hypnotherapist with a couple of issues that I really wanted to help help with. And I thought they were pretty tough. And literally after one or two sessions, I mean, things started changing significantly. And I went in with a chip on my shoulder, really like prove it to me. Yeah. And when, once that I experienced that, and now I work with thousands of people and the, the, the speed at which you can get change and perspective shift. And I think that's a lot of what hypnotherapy is about is shifting someone's perspective because right. What happens in the world around us is happening in the world around us. How we respond to it is where we have the most control. Yeah. And that really is at the core of hypnotherapy is let there be the triggers out there. You know, anxiety can come stress, you know, uh, arguments from our kids it's how we deal with those things and where our mind space is. And that's what's so attractive to me with hypnotherapy is that it gets to the root of that really quickly. So let me ask, and this, and I, I'm where you are in terms of, I think it's fascinating. I have lots of questions about it. Um, 
there's so much work that we now do on mindset, right? Mindfulness, mindset, these are like the buzzwords and there's a lot of power to it. Is hypnotherapy almost a fast pass to changing our mindset? Is that a fair assessment? I think you nailed it on the head. Yeah, because, you know, our from the research that I've done and, you know, all of, you know, my mentors have done, our conscious mind is only about maybe 10 to 20% of our mind power. Our subconscious mind is like the operating system. Mm. You know, so we're running on automatic thoughts and behaviors all the time. And so what hypnotherapy does is it gets directly to that part of your, of your mind that is the subconscious, that it's the operating system. I use the analogy a lot of times like on a phone, right? So if you know how sometimes we get the notification, you need to update your operating system, right? And if we don't do that, then the apps start kind of not working so well. And sometimes the operating system isn't perfect, but it continually gets updated. That's what hypnotherapy is. It's kind of like updating your operating system so that anything that happens to you, kind of like the apps, anything that you're trying to do works better when the operating Mm -hmm. system works better. That's fascinating. So Short of going to a hypnotherapist, and I'm curious like what that entails, are there things that we can think about or be aware of that can start helping us? I know one of the one of the biggest struggles for parents um, is staying calm. And that's the one thing that I am most adamant about helping parents do um, because it's so critical. How can we use this idea of hypnotherapy? to calm ourselves, can we? You know, hypnotherapy is a tool that helps parents have the mindfulness to take that space. You know, when we lose our temper as parents, you know, and I'm a parent too, and I can tell at some point we can talk about the, the origin story of Mama Zen, but, oh yeah, you know, we, we have a stimulus and a response. And a lot of times our, our kids will trigger us and then we respond. If we're able to just take that, even just a millisecond of space to tune into our reaction, we can shift it. We can make a positive choice instead of reacting out of, you know, with yelling and anger, we can say, okay, I feel it coming up. I'm going to make a different choice. And that's a lot of what I do in hypnotherapy is I have parents visualize, you know, and this is partly what, you know, was the really the birthplace of the Mama Zen app was in helping my own wife deal with the emotions of, of motherhood um, and not be triggered. So if we can create that space to make a different choice, that's what it's, that's what it's really about. And so I was mentioning in hypnotherapy, what I do is sometimes have parents visualize two situ- a situation and responding in two different ways. So as if they're watching a movie on a screen and just half of the screen is how they responded the last time that they got triggered by their kids. I want them to see themselves getting angry, how that makes them feel, how they see their child reacting, and now playing that same scene right next to it in a different way. Mm-hmm. The same triggers, the child is, is being the same uh, person that they normally are and, and acting in the same way as they did, but now the parent is watching themselves feel the, feel the trigger, but actively making a different choice and reacting calmly. And still, if they need to discipline or they need to kind of, you know, be, be tough with their child, that's okay. But they can do it from a place of love and more peace without being reactive. 
I, I love that. And the thing that, you know, the, the word choice you said several times, and I think this is such a critical thing, is that I often don't feel like we think we have a choice in a moment. And a lot of pe parents, you know, put the, the responsibility, not intentionally, but put the responsibility of the whole encounter on the kids. And, you know, I work with teens, so particularly right. like the teens are causing this, the teens are making me angry, the teens are doing this. And you're just saying the word choice. We have a choice every moment on how we're going to show up. Yeah. And so you're making it so that we can become aware of that choice before exactly. we make it. Exactly. And you know, what other choice do we really have in life? You know, life happens around us. How we respond is the ultimate choice of how we feel within ourselves. You know, um, there's that famous quote that says, you know, a, a, a man, a woman, a person is about as happy as they set out to, they decide to be. Yeah. And it's true. Um, and sometimes it's hard. And that's where hypnotherapy comes in because with our conscious mind, we have logic, we have reasoning, we have decision-making, and we have willpower, which we don't, doesn't always work. And I talk about this with my clients a lot, that the logic and the reasoning, and you know what the right choice to make is, but a lot of times we're just running on autopilot. So we don't have that time or we don't know how to make, to get that space. And that's what hypnotherapy can help you with is to create almost a feeling in your body and a visual image that reminds you that you can make a different choice. And it's really powerful. Can you explain a little bit more on how it works? Like, what does it look like? Absolutely. I mean, there are technical ways that I could get into it and say, well, it's creating new neural connections, which it is. Yeah. Uh, but essentially, I'm all about the neural connections. Okay, great. I mean... <laughs> Again, we are constantly running on this autopilot and we do things the way we always do them. And what hypnotherapy does is it creates this alternate option in the brain. And we're almost like rehearsing that new response in hypnosis. And when you rehearse that response in hypnosis and you associate a positive feeling with it, and maybe you'll even associate a negative feeling with being reactive, now your mind and your brain recognize that path. They're like, oh, I, I, I know that I, I'm at a fork. I don't need to go this way. Oh, I have this other choice. And so what hypnotherapy does is it essentially is like creating new roads within the mind, new roads within the brain, new pathways that are healthier than our old pathways. And it's, and it's amazing how automatically and quickly it works. Does that make sense? Oh, completely, 100%. And I think what's interesting um, is, you know, the teen brain is actually at that growth spurt where it's creating those neural pathways at this incredible rate that it will never have that rate again, right? It kind mm -hmm. of slowed down around the age of 25. So it's almost like they're primed for this very thing that you do. And, you know, when we're constantly reacting and creating those connections, we're building those habits of response in them at that moment. That's right. right. And we're modeling our response, which is this knee jerk emotional response. So first of all, we're working on creating a new habit and response that we create. But how can we maybe also use that to teach our teenagers 
new response so they can hardwire it to begin with rather than having to go and rewire it like we all do. You know, and you're right in what you say. So we as parents are setting the example, you know, and I work with a lot of teens and I work a lot with adults and kids too. And one of the most interesting parts of the work that I do is I do a questionnaire when I do suggestibility testing. And one of the questions and it is I ask, and it's really to understand how to structure the hypnotherapy is, uh, among many other questions is, you know, did you feel comfortable as a child expressing your feelings to one or both of your parents? As a, I'm sorry, as a teenager. Mm-hmm. And you'd be surprised at how many teenagers, I mean, how many adults tell me that when they were teenagers, they didn't feel that sense of comfort. Yeah. And I think that they start when we as parents get really anxious and angry and judgmental, it, it closes them off. So I'm not sure if I'm answering your question. I think I got off on a tangent. But the point is that teenagers will first, the, the core of, of how we help them to be, you know, uh, better uh, adults and, and healthier adults and happier adults is to model that behavior. Yeah. And so um, even teaching them like, you know, breathing techniques, how to connect with their own bodies, how to just, you know, have self-love. That's huge. Yeah. You know? For all of us, you know, it is regardless of age, when we have self-love, then we parent from a, from a different place. Yeah. The other thing that's helpful is to just be aware of our own patterns as parents. Are we modeling what our parents did with us? And is that really the best way to parent or do we want to do things differently? So it's, it's all comes together in how we speak to our children how we communicate with them and the, and the example that we set for them as parents. So it all comes, it's all part of the, of the puzzle. I love that. So when people come to you and you work a lot, you were saying with parents and with teenagers, what is typically the thing they come to you about? What is, what are they trying to quote fix? You know, a lot of times you're talking about what are they trying to fix as the adults or the parent or the kids? Um, let's go with the adults first. You know, a lot of times the adults, I would say one of the top issues for adults is anxiety, Mm. dealing with anxiety. And so often when you dig a little deeper and you, I'm sure you know this too, it starts from their upbringing, you know, that they grew up in a home where the environment wasn't calm. Mm. And when you grow up in a home where the environment isn't calm, you start to easily get into a fight or flight mode which then bypasses your rational thought. It bypasses, you know, intentional decision-making. And so that's really, at, that's really at the core of it. So I would say anxiety, if the more that we can help raise our kids in the most calm atmosphere, the, the better they're going to be, the happier we're going to be as parents, you know? And then you've got the parents relationship. If someone is in a, in a marriage or in a relationship with a significant other, that also has to be worked on as well to create that environment for the child to thrive in. It's not easy, but it's, it's doable. Yeah. So when they come to you with their teens or the teens come to you, do the parents usually bring their teens or do teens say, I want help? Well, you, obviously, if someone is under 18, I have to have their you know, parents' yeah. permission. But most of the times, the parent will contact me you know, uh, and say, you know, my teen is struggling with this. I also work with a lot of, you know, uh, athletes as well. You know, that's a whole other 
area. And a lot of times that's confidence as well. So I would say confidence and anxiety are really like the major things that teens are dealing with because they're developing into adults and they're trying to find their place in the world. And what I do with hypnotherapy is just help them connect to see themselves in the best way possible to understand Mm -hmm. that the emotions that they're having are normal and how they can deal with them. Uh, And then it's really up to the parents to create that safe space, you know? Yeah. And so we've got, let's say we have a teenager who is highly anxious and seems really has low self-esteem, which is a lot of teenagers out there right now. Mm -hmm. What can a parent do from your, from your framework that could help their kids build up that self-esteem or create that safe space for them? Absolutely. I think it's so important for a parent to create exactly what you said, a safe space. And that starts with just communication, you know, being able to be a parent and a friend, but also to know where you, you know, you need to draw that line. But the most important thing a parent can do is, is have a space for their teen to be able to trust them, to speak to them without Mm -hmm. thinking that they're going to get in trouble. You know, so many teens are really afraid of the judgment of their parents, of, of what a parent might say about their real feelings that we have to remember as parents that these are individuals. They're not our clones. They're not uh, our mini-me's. They are humans with their own desires and drives and motivations and fears and dreams. And those, all of those may be very different than ours. And it's hard sometimes because we want to kind of guide them on a path but we have to hold them very gently so that they are able to, to become who they need to be. So I think to answer your question in a nutshell is to have an open channel of communication, to really be able to let your child know that, you know, you can come to me with something. And even if I don't agree, or I think, you know, you might be making a mistake, I'm not going to be angry with you. We're going to talk about it and we're going to discuss and, and, I will help you come to the best decision. I'm not going to make the decision for you. I think if a teenager has that space where they feel a sense of trust with the parent, then they can open up and they can become, you know, grow into the adult that they want to be and they choose to be. Well said. And, and right up where what I, when I'm always trying to explain to, so I love hearing that from a different perspective too. So one more question and I want to hear more about your app. Yeah. One of the issues that I hear parents and, and, you know, as a mom of a teenager have experienced as well is your teen. I mean, your teen, you talk about fight or flight. Teens live in fight or flight. Like that's, that's their space, right? So your teen is now just getting in this emotional tangle um, and the emotions are getting bigger and bigger is, do you have any suggestions or any tips on what we can do in that moment of heightened emotion to help bring things back down when the, to a place. When a teen is kind of in their own kind of space. Yeah. I mean, I always am a big believer in breathing exercises. If, if your teen is open to it, to say, you know what, before we kind of, I know you're upset right now. Let's just slow ourselves down. Like do some breathing exercises. Let's do them together, you know? And just having that moment. So the... the I like four, six, eight breathing, where it's you're inhaling to the count of four, you know, slowly you're holding it for six, four to six, 
and then exhaling twice as slow as the inhale. And -hmm. what that does is it literally takes our system out of fight or flight Mm -hmm. because the brain recognizes that, oh, if you're breathing in this way, you must not be in danger because this is the breathing pattern of someone that's, you know, calm and in control. So that would be the first step is just getting them to connect to their bodies instead of being in their thoughts. Does this person like me? What's going on at school? Like, and that's a lot of what teenagers are dealing with is just acceptance. You know, we are social beings and we feel, and I see this a lot in hypnotherapy. We feel that if we do something to stand out or if we embarrass ourselves in front of others, we will be shunned from by the group. And that's just, you know, from how we're, uh, our ancestors and all that, you know, they lived in communities. If someone did something to stand out too much, they were shunned and they could risk their survival is, is risk. You know, if we teach them to be connected to who they are and to trust what they say and what they, how they express themselves, they start to build that confidence within themselves. And, you know, the truth is, you know, teenagers are always so concerned. What does that person think of me? What does that person think? Let me tell you, I got a, I got a, I got an announcement. Those people are more concerned with what you and everybody else thinks of them. They're not thinking about you. (laughs) So, you know, the best thing you can do is just be confident and be yourself and, and, and let your, let yourself shine with who you Mm -hmm. are, not trying to be who you think you need to be for somebody else. And I think that's the most important message that I would give to parents of teens is that let them be who they feel they want to be, not because they need to be that person for somebody else, but for themselves. Mm, I love that. And it does, it comes back to modeling you being okay with who you are, which I know a lot of adults struggle with because we were, you know, raised in a generation where there was a lot of shame-based parenting and guilt parenting and things that now weigh heavily on us, which is why we need to go to people like you to retrain our our self-talk. Which is a really lot of what I do. Yeah. I mean, you're right. A lot of what I do, you know, people say, well, I you hypnotize people, you put people, you know, under hypnosis. A lot of times what I'm doing is I'm deprogramming them from old hypnosis that doesn't serve them. Yeah. We're all running on these, on yeah. these, you know, belief systems. And we need to sometimes break those belief systems to be able to create new ones. So I, I agree wholeheartedly. And, you know, then on top of it all, today's teens have social media to contend with. And how many likes did I get? And are people liking what I'm posting? And then we can even talk about the moms and the parents, you know, uh, posting on social media and wanting to have this image of everything Mm. being perfect. And I think that's one of the things, if you look at our Mama Zen app uh, Instagram, we really talk about and we really emphasize how important it is to recognize that motherhood, parenthood is hard. And even if you snapped at your kids, it doesn't mean you're a bad parent. You're a good mom. You're a good parent. It's, it's tough and it's messy and it doesn't have to be Instagram perfect. And even one of the sessions that I loved creating on the app was um, don't compare yourself to others. You know, that's a very powerful one because every mom is doing the best that she can. And we don't, what you're seeing on social media is, is not the reality. No, I will, I will say, actually, um, you know, I'm friends with several people that I, I work with, too. And I will see, I will, like, have a session and be talking about all the things that they're struggling with. And five minutes later, see a post that they've done of how perfect their life is. <laughs> 
is and how and great, they, how great them it. and their teen are getting along and look at the smiling face. And I'm like, okay, I know I just talked to you 10 minutes ago about how much you're struggling. So I know for a fact that what we see on Instagram is not a good indicator of what else is going on. But I, I, I like that you bring that up because so many parents come to me saying I'm failing right. because they think everyone else has got it down. And you're saying, and I'm saying, no, they don't. <laughs> exactly. And that's really what Mama Zen is about. We're, it's, this is not just an app. I mean, this is really a movement mm. to recognize the difficulty of parenthood, but really specifically motherhood. And there's a reason why we created Mama Zen. And my wife is the co-founder, you know, and she is the, the one that's kind of the direction and what we're creating for the moms. You know, I'm the hypnotherapist doing the sessions, but we work together to create this. And the movement is about recognizing that motherhood is hard and there really isn't the social support. Sometimes there isn't even the support from our significant other, you know? And so what can moms do to help themselves with their mental and emotional well-being? And there was really nothing out there. And that's really where this came from. But you're right. We have to recognize that it's messy, it's hard, and it, it doesn't mean you're not doing an amazing job because no one is going to love your child the way you love your child. No one's going to take better care than you. And just the fact that any mom that's even watching this, you're already a, like an amazing mom because you're wanting to better yourself. Right. You know? Good. Yeah, very good point. So tell us how, more about Mama Zen, how that works, and how we can, how we can get it. Sure. So Mama Zen, um, as I mentioned, it is the top mindful parenting app out there. And what is mindful parenting? It's about being aware of your mindset as a parent and what you're communicating to your child. And so this app uses um, what's, what are called mind power sessions. And they're really a unique combination because I studied meditation, I studied hypnotherapy and psychology. So I've taken everything that I've learned and combined them into these sessions that you're really listening to. For, for many people, meditation is hard right? Mm. You have to sit there and try to quiet your mind. What's so nice about Mama Zen is with these sessions, you just pop in your headphones and I'm literally guiding you through the whole process mm. from relaxing you, getting you into this deep hypnotic state. And by the way, let me just mention too, hypnosis isn't this magical state. It's a state that we all go into multiple times a day. If you're driving somewhere and you get mm. there and you don't remember how you got there, that's a state of hypnosis, right? So I'm just helping also them scary, get scary, but yeah. <laughs> So the app gets them very calm, very relaxed. And then there's all these different subjects, you know, reduce anger and yelling, um, dealing with, you know, for those with younger kids, you know, difficult mealtimes can be with older kids too. Mm -hmm. um, just get connecting with your best self, feeling more connected to your kids. So all these different sessions are in the app and they're from as short as two minutes. We have these daily mind power minutes that are just a couple minutes to get you into that po positive mindset to like 15, 20 minute sessions and even sessions that are for, for couples as well that you can put it on speaker and listen to together to help build your relationship so you can be better parents for the kids. So Mama Zen is available on, on the Apple App Store, on the Android Store. If you want more information, you can check it out on the App Store and download it there. Uh, we offer it now free for 30 days and it's totally unlocked. It's not like one of these things where you get like two little sessions right. open. The whole app is free for 30 days and you can try it out and really you'll experience this shift if you start listening to the sessions. Mm. And the nice thing is 
it lasts. When what I mean by that is you can listen to a session, let's say on a Tuesday, and then not listen to it Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday, your kids trigger you. What you learned and what you kind of shifted in your perspective from that session on Tuesday, it's going to work for you on Friday when you're triggered by your kids. It's so that's what I love about hypnotherapy. And that's why it's so different than meditation is like you have this really quick result and this long lasting effect. So I would definitely encourage anyone who is curious to please check it out, read our reviews and, um, and see for yourself why we are, you know, the top parenting app out there right now. That's amazing and so needed. Um, I'm downloading. I didn't get a chance to download it before we talked. I'm going to go download it right now and definitely know people that could use it too. So that's fantastic. So before we go, any parting words of encouragement for parents with teenagers? Absolutely. I would say, you know, recognize that just the fact that you're listening to this means that you are an amazing parent and you are really doing and trying your best to be that parent. Trust in yourself. Trust who you know that you can be as a parent and give your teenager the space to become the person that they want to be. Don't, you know, don't try to mold them in your image. Just let them have that space to to be the person they want to be with your guidance. But that's a very gentle guidance, you know, and that that would be my advice for those with teenagers because teenagers are, are, are testing boundaries, mm. they're becoming independent, and we have to hold them very gently through that process. Yeah, that is that is so true, and those are such great words. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much, Jake. I'm so grateful you could join us today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, and thank you, parents, for taking time out of your busy day to spend with us. If you want to learn more about how you can help your teens succeed, you can grab my free guide, Seven Secrets to Motivating Teens, at askdrcam.com slash motivate teens. Finally, if you enjoyed this episode and the helpful strategies that Jake shared with us, please take a quick moment to rate and review. This helps other parents like you find the show, and I encourage you to share it with a friend as well. Until next time, have a peaceful, positive, calm day. And that's a wrap. Thanks for joining me today on Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. Make sure to visit my website, www.askdrcam.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show again. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, and hey, why not share it with a friend too? Be sure to tune in to my next episode. And remember, parenting teens may not be easy, but with my help, it can be a whole lot easier than this.